Stallery Children's Hospital Radiothon continues, ladies and gentlemen, for the very first time at the Stallery Radiothon, we've got the one and only Canadian legend, Paul Brandt. Thank you for joining us, Paul Brandt. Oh man, I'm so excited to uh, to be there, be here, wherever we are with you guys. <laughs> um, I, I uh, you know, I, I've got actually some really uh, very um, uh, near and dear memories to the Stollery. Um, you know, I, I worked at the Alberta Children's Hospital and I was a registered nurse there. And uh, I, you know, I've been involved with their radiothon for years, but I had a number of patients that I took care of when I worked. Um, I was most recently, I took care of kids two years old and under with cardiac and respiratory problems. And, and so a lot of the work that we did, and, and these kids that we were with were five years old and under. Um, and so these are just a lot of them were babies with cardiac issues. And in my time working at the hospital, a number of them had to go to the stallery for the specialized cardiac care there. And, and um, so we had connections there. And then on tour, you know, as we went across the country and did our Edmonton stop, a lot of times we have the opportunity to stop in and say, say hey to folks there. And they just do an incredible job. We, we cannot take these places for granted. You know, I think that now more than ever, um, we are aware of the value of our frontline workers. We think about those life and death issues, those times when we need someone to stand in the gap for us. These are the people who do that. And uh, so, you know, I, there's a lot of distractions these days, a lot of tough, uh, you know, a lot of tough stuff that's coming at us. But that doesn't mean we, we, we can not pay attention to the importance of a place like the Stollery. And so I, I'm really excited to be here with you guys today. And thank you for all of the incredible fundraising you've done over the years. Pretty amazing. Um, registered nurse, and you talk about cardiac arrest and these little people. And, you know, we we uh, we talked to Scout earlier. And uh, when he was, uh, you know, eight weeks old, all of a sudden they find out he's got this, this serious heart issue and they've got to deal with it. Now he's nine years old and he's a rough and tumble kid playing hockey. But so much had to happen for that to happen, right? Like, I mean, we, we take it for granted, don't we? Yeah, no, absolutely. You know, I, I think that one of the things that um, you start to realize when you get a chance to spend time with these patients and you get to spend, uh, spend time in, in the hospital, you start to realize how much you do take for granted. And I, I think we're, we're all in kind of a weird emotional place right now because the things that we used to take for granted are really right there front and center for us right now. You know, the ability to get together with friends, um, you know, the ability to, uh, go out and do the things we want to do when we want to do them. Um, it gives us, a, I think, a, a little tiny bit of a glimpse into what it must feel like to be a kid who has never left the hospital their entire life. And I remember one little boy that I took care of at the Children's um, who actually, uh, he, was, he was sick and he was very, very ill. And we knew that he probably wasn't going to ever get the chance to go home. And I remember looking outside one day and we just had this giant dump of snow here in Calgary, you know, and I mean, it, when it, when it snow, I mean, I know you guys get snow and it stays there for a long time in Edmonton, but in Calgary with the Chinook winds that blow through, we get these crazy mountain storms that just come out of nowhere. And it was one of those snowstorms where like the snowflakes were like as big as your head. I mean, like it's just dumping outside. And uh, I, I ran outside and I grabbed a great big bowl full of snow and I brought it back in so that we could make a little mini snowman together and we could, we could play with the snow together. This kid had never played in the snow before. He'd been in the hospital his entire life. He missed out on the things that most of us always take for granted. And I think that's one of the reasons, you know, other than the care that we give the kids at, at, at uh, the Stollery, it's one of the reasons that this is such an important event. It reminds us of the things that are important and, uh, and the things that maybe we take for granted. 
And those are important things for us to keep front and center. And I think most of us understand that now more than we ever have. Paul, for those listening, what can you say to them about the importance of having the stollery in our own backyard? I mean, whether you're in Calgary, it's just three hours away, or we've heard stories from Grand Prairie, from all over Western Canada, having the stollery in our own backyard is such a privilege. Absolutely. You know, a world-class facility like the stollery, and, and, you know, I know that they're sharing the work that they're doing and the research they're doing um, with hospitals across the province and across Canada and around the world. But to be able to have that resource right there in your backyard when you need it, I'll tell you those, those minutes and those seconds, they count uh, when a child is, is ill. Being able to be close enough that you can come and spend time um, with that family member, with that child when they're in the hospital um, is a really important thing as well. And, and so I, it's one of those things that you just, you don't wanna see fall by the wayside of your thoughts. You wanna make sure that you're keeping it front and center because it really in a lot of ways is like an insurance policy for your community. And uh, I, I think that's an incredibly uh, valuable thing uh, to invest in. Um, so if, you know, if you're listening right now, you've been a part of the Radiothon this year, um, it's not a whole lot of money. I mean, you're not gonna miss it. You know, uh, it's, uh, it's the amount of money that you're spending to try and help out this Radiothon, you could probably spend on you know, a couple of Starbucks or a pizza or something like that. And this is money that's literally gonna save a child's life. And it's going to a world-class facility right in your backyard. How has uh, your life changed over the years? Started as a, a registered nurse, as you said, at the Children's Hospital. Uh, then you become a father yourself and you've watched your children grow. And, and uh, you know, all of a sudden, everything that you saw, not that it didn't matter before, but once you see your, your own children, you know, and uh, someday, hopefully, grandchildren that are affected by these hospitals. I mean, doesn't that, that, that's just a big aha moment for you, isn't it, as a dad? Absolutely. I, th I think that, um, you know, looking back on it now, like when I was working at the Children's, uh, I was about 20 years old, you know, and, and I mean, I, I worked hard there and, and it was, uh, I was very focused on the technical aspects of care, um, you know, but, but now looking at it through the lens of being a parent, I'm not sure if I could have done that job, man. I mean, it's, that is a tough, tough job when you know the bonds and you know what it feels like to actually be a parent and, and to be able to, you know, kind of remove yourself a little bit to be able to give that care that you need to give to a child. That's something that, you know, is really amazing about the people who are working at the hospital from the support staff to the nurses, to the respiratory techs, uh, to the porters, taking people to the, to the, uh, you know, from the emergency room to the unit or to surgery, to the doctors that are there. Um, these are very special people who are putting themselves through a lot of stress uh, to be able to make sure that our kids are well taken care of. And yeah, that gives you a bit of a different perspective once, once you're a parent, you know, or I know there are grandparents that are listening right now. And, and, you know, this is one of those things that, you know, you can really, like I said, it's sort of like an insurance policy, but it's an investment that you can make into your grandkids' lives, um, you know, and into, into, the, into your children's lives, knowing that it's going to be there when you need it. And, uh, and that's something that I always really like to encourage people to think about when they're thinking about donating. Um, it's, it's a really important thing that you can do for your own family too. Paul Brandt, we, uh, you know what, we, we've got your guitar with you and we've been doing this Radiothon for over 20 years. And I can tell you that there was one interview in particular, I was actually not on the air at the time, but I was listening to it. And it was a story of a mother who donated a portion of her liver to her child so that child could then have a liver. And that was brand new technology at that time. And the mother was telling the story and I remember bawling like a baby and I got to the radio station and I said, we have to put this story to a song. What song is going to do this story justice? And it came to me very, very quickly. It was a song called Hope. 
by Paul Brandt. And, uh, we've been playing that song every year. Um, it's on high rotation. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and we use it for so many different stories because it just, it gives so much hope. And I didn't even ask you if you were going to perform that song for us, but you've got your guitar there. Uh, I'd I, love to, you know, I, I, I gotta say like, just on a personal note, and I'm here in my studio. Um, I've, I've got an old hundred year old barn uh, here in, just outside of Calgary. And, you know, I spent a lot of time out here recording and writing and, uh, you know, the times of COVID and the isolation that's come with that, that can be a good thing for a songwriter in some ways because it gets you kind of in your head and thinking about things. And um, one of the things that has always come up for me as a songwriter, um, when I'm in the middle of uh, something big, like, you know, the, the emotions that we went through during 9-11, you know, or when I'm thinking about the things that, uh, you know, are happening to us right now, um, you know, through this pandemic and, and the destabilization. You think, of, you think about your job sometimes and you go, man, what do I actually contribute to society here? What do, what do I actually do for a living? I try and take emotions and I try and put them into songs and I try and do it in a way that hopefully is gonna make a difference to people and help them to get through. And so I'm, I'm really very proud of the song um, because the idea behind it uh, the title of the song, Hope, it's something that you can't see. Uh, you can't really hold on to it, um, but it's something that we all need. And uh, I wanted to try and figure out a way to write that um, so that it could be very universal. And it's come to be this anthem, you know, for um, uh, people who are in dire need and maybe they don't see a way out. But uh, I just would want to encourage everybody there, anyone who's going through anything listening at the hospital today, there is hope. There is always hope. And, uh, and as people who are supporting you, we want to do everything that we can to bring that. And uh, so I hope this song means something to you in that way today. It goes like this. I can't believe you found me here. Save me in the neck Just when I thought Nobody cared. Reach down with your hand took mine. You know just how to pull me through. That's what I love about you. You give me hope, and I can face another day. All it takes is love and faith and the courage to believe. You give me hope and there's nothing I can't do. I get all my strength from you saying you will stand by me. You give me hope. It might be dark, and I might be scared, but whatever this life brings, knowing that you will always be there, I can take on anything. If you're beside me in this fight, I know I'll make it through the 
amazing Paul Brandt. Uh, that was beautiful. And that's exactly what the Stollery gives to uh, those families. And that's exactly why we need them to, to call. As you said, they're not going to miss it right now. Let's make a difference in somebody's life. And it could potentially be in your own family's life. Right, Paul? Absolutely. Thank you guys so much for listening. And, and uh, you know, I, I, if you've been listening to this Radiothon for years, and um, you've always kind of thought, oh, man, that's one of those things where I just don't even know if I can listen. I don't know what I can do. Is it really going to make a difference? It makes a difference. Every single penny that, that comes in, uh, every donation, every time you share a story like this and let people know about it, it makes a huge difference. So we really appreciate the support that you give. And thank you guys at Kissin for making this a priority. It's just awesome. Thanks so much. Thank you, Paul.